Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. I'm Zach. And I'm Darcy. Did you know that pornography doesn't have to destroy you or your marriage? We're the parents of eight active members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and we love to help people just like you. We're here to share hope and healing as we take you through our journey and the journeys of our amazing clients to greater joy and love. Come grow with us to a happier, more meaningful life. Welcome Welcome to to the the Self Mastery Podcast. Podcast. everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. Hey, I, I, got, a, I got a review I want to share with you guys because I thought it was pretty awesome. It came from, uh, well, it says Arizona, so this guy from Arizona. <laughs> Zach and Darcy are amazing teachers. Between the two, Darcy is the more impressive. That is true. I agree. <laughs> Zach, like many men, struggled to overcome pornography until he got to the root of the problem. Darcy, on the other hand, has fully forgiven and accepted Zach, and she sees pornography for what it is, a weakness and sin, like all other weaknesses and sin, which must be overcome through Christ. Unfortunately, most spouses are taught emphatically that pornography is adultery, and those who use it are evil covenant breakers which makes healing marriages more difficult. Zach gives the 12-step program a hard time for being less effective. Uh, and Yeah, I, I do give them a bit of a hard time. He attended it for many years. I think he shortchanges it. The f- first five steps of the program are vital, and I doubt he would have gotten as far as he has without them. I probably wouldn't have. Uh, the problem with the 12 steps program is step six and seven. Step six says you have deeper problems. Step seven says pray and ask God to remove them. You can see how that is clearly not enough direction. Um, yeah, I have a few problems with the twelve steps. And this is a fairly long, <laughs> this is a fairly long uh, review. So I'll just keep going. Zach's program goes into detail about how to deal with the deeper emotional problems of step six and seven, and details the emotional work that needs to be done for which step six and seven are inadequate. Zach is a patient and thorough coach. He does a great job guiding people through the emotional work needed to remove pornography from their lives once and for all. I see Zach and Darcy's work as the missing piece for to those who have struggled for complete abstinence and the 12-step program. It has helped me and it will help you get to the root of the emotional issues which keeps pornography returning into our lives. Thank you so much. That was a great review. I appreciate it. And yeah, Darcy, Darcy pretty much is the most awesome part of our uh, part of my relationship um so this week uh you know i had a really interesting conversation with somebody and this week you know it was it was really somewhat out of the norm for me you know most of the people i speak with are in a place where they have struggled with pornography for a significant period of time and they really want to end their involvement with it that was not the case with this particular client that I'm going to tell you a little bit about. He, he was totally earnest, and he was really open with his wife, and he's been open with his church leaders, and he seemed honestly desirous that he could be in full fellowship with the saints and still view pornography because of what it had done for him. And, and you know, before anyone 
listening to this gets out the pitchforks, you know, just I'd like us to all just take a step back and just be open to uh, just understanding this perspective. I'm not asking you to agree with it. I'm not asking you to believe it. I'm not asking you even to think that this guy has a sane perspective. I'm just asking you to understand it and just be available to understand it, right? For this client who had some recent issues in the last three years that made kind of zoning out important to him, pornography had become an escape to which he could go for relief from a, a different painful struggle. A lot of people who come to me, the, the painful struggle is pornography. For him, he had a different painful struggle. And according to you know my perception of the conversation that he and I had, his wife seemed to be accepting of his use or viewing of pornography to a certain extent. So, you know, let's talk about some of you who are out there who are listening, who maybe your wife or your husband has sent this to you, this podcast, and you're like, what if I don't want to stop? And I think to a certain extent, there are actually more people who are in that position than not, or not, not more than not, but more than who have probably let on. And I've only had a couple of people that have come to me with that type of scenario. In fact, really, that I can think of this guy that I've referred to and another who really, in a lot of ways, wanted me to tell him that viewing pornography was okay. And the one that I chatted with this week, I'm not sure what he wanted me to tell him. He just kind of wanted to have a conversation, and which I really enjoyed. It was a good conversation. But both of them... I think I would say the same thing too. And I want to start by just kind of giving the the official church position on this. Um, and I, you know, I'm not looking to condemn anybody for this position. Um, I think one, I want to start by just recognizing the reality that everybody sins in a very different way. Everybody gets to choose their behavior. And oftentimes that means that there is a... Um, there's a sinful activity that we all engage in, right? Some sort of sinful activity that we all engage in. I don't know what that is, and I'm going to be real strict here. The definition of sin is anything, uh, you know, if we go to the Bible dictionary, it's anything that separates us from our Heavenly Father, right? So th- that could mean that I just I tell myself I'm worthless or I tell myself I'm not good enough, and that actually separates me from the heavenly love that I want in my life. So again, I'm, I'm making that word sin a very broad definition, but I think we all sin differently. And I just want to be, you know, really clear. I'm not condemning these men or women who are like, tell me why I should stop. I don't really want to. Uh, for many of us, it is clear. It's like, this is not who I want to be. This isn't what I want in my life. Uh, you know, help me remove this problem. And for some people, it's like, well, there are some reasons why it's been helpful to me. And so I'm not really sure why I should quit looking at pornography. And for the most part, I stay away from this particular argument because I don't I don't want people to feel like I'm judging them because I'm not. I really don't want people to be like, hey, you know, you're doing it wrong because that's not what this process is about. That's not what I'm about. That's not what Darcy's about. That's not what we do here. Uh, in fact... You know, I, I do a lot of advertising on Facebook, and I get some very interesting, very entertaining comments 
and you know, people are like, I can't believe you're telling people, you know, not to look at porn. And I'm like, I'm not telling people not to look at porn. What I am telling people is that if you want to stop looking at porn and you're not finding the capacity to do that, that's why I'm here. I can help you. If you don't want to stop looking at porn because you're not morally opposed to it because you're not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or you just think porn's fun, then I'm not here to, like, yell at you and be mad or, you know, tell you you're doing it wrong because that's not what I'm about. That's not what I do. My goal is to help people who want to be helped. Okay? But in the context of my goal is to help people who want to be helped and two people who came to me uh, and were like, let me tell you, I I want you to tell me that I'm okay just the way I am, I, and I want to be able to look at porn and not feel bad about it. Um, you know, I'm, I, I don't know how, well, let me just say this. I have, I have a faith and a doctrine that I believe in. That is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And this is what the church says about porn, right? The church condemns pornography in any form. The church members should avoid all forms of pornographic material and oppose its production, dissemination, and use. So that's right out of the church handbook, uh, 38.6.13. So that is where I start, and I think that's where a lot of people are. Um, There are lots of reasons why I don't, I personally don't want pornography in my life. Um, One of which is it doesn't, it doesn't help me feel like I'm the person that I want to be, partly because I've made covenants, I've made promises that I wouldn't look at porn. Um, and I have said to my wife, that's not who I want to be. I'm not a person who wants to look at porn. I've said to myself, that's not who I want to be. I've said to my bishops, and I've said to stake presidents, and I've said to my family, um, the person that I want to be isn't someone who looks at pornography. So I think the number one reason that... I don't espouse any sort of pornography viewing for myself is because that's not who I want to be. So when you, you know, if, if you are in that position, if you're that person who's like, you know, tell me that it's okay to view porn or I want you to, you know, I don't know if I want to stop viewing pornography. The question I would have you ask yourself is, is this the person that I want to be? Is the person that I want to be someone who views pornography and can I be proud of who that person is? Can I be pleased with who I am? Am I, um, and this, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about self-confidence here. Am I trustworthy? Can I trust myself to do what I say I will? Am I able to believe in myself and in who I want to be? And can I uh, feel any feeling and know that I can accomplish what I need to accomplish in spite of those negative feelings in my life, right? And I, I, would, I would say that for most men, at some point, uh, being a person, especially if you have a religious context for your life, at some point, being the person that you want to be does not include viewing naked people having sex. Um, I think that that's inherent in our desire to get closer to God. Uh, if I want to be closer to my Heavenly Father, if I want to be a better version of myself, viewing naked people having sex is probably not high on my priority list. Just like maybe someone uh, might want to read their scriptures more or pray more 
or they might not want to uh, yell at their kids or kick their dog, or they might want to be someone who doesn't drive too fast or, you know, there's lots of things that we can find in our lives that we find isn't bringing us closer to our heavenly father, right? That, you know, that definition of sin that we talked about earlier. And so we may want to just choose to cut it out of our lives. So that's, for me, that's the number one reason, right? Uh, number two is actually my church says that uh, that, that it, I shouldn't do it. And the reason why that's number two is when, um, when I think I have to follow this rule, and this rule is outside of me, and this rule that doesn't really belong to me, like in my own heart, then I've abdicated my agency. And we've talked about agency on the podcast before. But when you abdicate your agency, when you give away your agency, you no longer are making a choice from, you know, from your capacity. You are at some point saying, I'm not in charge of this. I can't choose this. And that's where we start to get into some struggles mentally over, am I being the, you know, am I capable of choosing not to do this because I'm not capable somehow of choosing to do this, right? Because it's an absolute no all the time, never is going to be the right thing to do. So I think that's number two. Uh, Number three, and I think for me, you know, when you come to somebody and you start to say to them, hey, I want you to justify, I want you to validate my choice here. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of a, a red flag in my mind, right? That's a, that's coming from a place of both spiritual and, uh, and personal immaturity, which is to say, I'm looking outside of me for someone to tell me I'm okay when my behavior's not necessarily what I would expect them to think is okay. And this is, a, this is an interesting thing, right? Because, I again, I'm not trying to pass judgment on anyone, but I am, you know, I, I've talked to hundreds of men, uh, literally hundreds and hundreds of men, probably into the thousands of men. And I've talked to hundreds of women, not into the thousands. I get a lot less conversations with women. And most of the time, they come to me and they're like, I am not being the person that I want to be. And it is killing me. It's destroying my self-esteem. It's destroying my self-confidence. It's, it's even destroying my, my relationships with others. Not necessarily because the thing I'm doing is destroying the relationship, but because how I show up in that relationship is, is creating a wall around me and my partner is creating a wall around them and we are not growing together. Okay, So then you have these other fellows who are coming to me and they're saying, in not in exactly these terms, but in basically in these terms, hey, tell me that it's actually okay for me to look at pornography because I don't want to feel bad about this anymore. And I find that fascinating because one, I can't make you feel good about your choices, even if your choice is to not look at pornography, by the way. I can't make you feel good about your choices one way or the other. If you like apple pie and I like apple pie, just because I say, hey, man, you're the right kind of person because you eat apple pie, that doesn't really mean your choice of eating apple pie is the valid, only good choice. What it means is we just happen to agree on that choice. So I guess what I'm saying here is I don't want 
you to make your choice about what I think. You need to make your choice who you are about what you want and what you think and, and you know, be on your journey towards your spirituality in getting closer to your Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. And, you know, if you want to come to me and ask, hey, is it okay for me to view pornography? The answer, you know, is not really from me, for me, the answer is no. For you, you have to decide. That's agency. That's how it works. I don't have any control over that for you. To have agency, you have to have a knowledge of what's right and wrong. You have to have a, you know, you have to have consequences and you have to have the capacity to say both yes and no. If you don't have those three things, then you don't have agency. So if you come to me and you're like, hey, should I look at porn? Um, should you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it right back to you. Is that who you want to be? And I think, you know, again, for most of you who are listening to me, you're probably like, this is such a dumb question. It's not a dumb question. It's actually a really important question. Because this question really gets to the heart of who do you, of, of most people eliminating pornography from their lives. Um, do I want to end my, my viewing of this? And recognizing, so for instance, you know, the guy who, who I talked to this week, he's like, it's, it's actually helped me in some very specific ways. And I'm not going to go into the specific ways that it helped him, but in general, it does. It helps people feel good in a moment. That's, that's true. Like, if you look at porn, it, it, there's arousal that's included there. So I'm not, I, I want you to be aware that there's, there are reasons why people look at pornography that don't have anything to do with cheating on their spouse or just being a terrible human or even, you know, the, the idea that they are addicted. Some people look at pornography, view pornography because it feels good. And so the question you've got to ask yourself is, do I want to give up this thing that feels good in a moment, so for a brief period of time, to take on something that feels maybe better over a long period of time? And I can tell you, for me personally, the answer is absolutely. Um, you know, that's, that's the same question that people who diet ask themselves. Do I want to give up the sugar and the good food and the delicious tastes right now so that I can feel better walking up the stairs later? and always, so that I can uh, feel more comfortable in my own body later and always. And that's the same thing that we're asking here with pornography. We're asking, do I want to give up this short-term pleasure, the short-term dopamine, so that I can feel good about who I'm being later and always? You know, I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to tell my kids why I view pornography. I don't have to explain to my boss uh, why that picture showed up on my screen. I don't ever have to, you know, feel uncomfortable that my wife's looking at my phone because she might stumble on something that I was, you know, looking at and maybe masturbating to last night and then have to go through that awkward and uncomfortable conversation. So if you are somebody who's asking that question, and I, I, I really, I hope people are asking this question, at least in the sense of, um, do I want to give up pornography uh, and why? Do I want to give up pornography now at this moment in my life so that I can start 
more closely aligning myself with the person that I think I am, the person that I've prayed to be, the person that I envisioned in my head when I was, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old, 19 years old on a mission, whatever it is. Hopefully you're asking that question earnestly and not as like a, you know, beat yourself up kind of question. But if you can ask that question from an earnest place, you're going to be able to come to an earnest answer, an honest answer, an open answer that says, well, I mean, for me, it said, yeah, I definitely want to leave this habit behind. I want to leave this, um, this, this process of feeling good short-term behind so that I can feel good long-term. And, I, you know, I hope, you know, if the two people that asked me this question, and again, they were earnest. Well, I think one was a little bit duplicitous about it, but the, the guy who I spoke to this week, he was very, I, I felt like he was earnest. He's like, why would I want to give this up? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to solidify this for myself because I don't want to just give it up. And he, you know, he'd only been using for maybe three years. He'd only been viewing for maybe three years and he's probably about my age. So in his forties, maybe, um, you know, why would I want to give this up when it gives me this? And if you can ask that question honestly and earnestly and come up with an answer for you, that's there's no other answer out there. The answer is the only the only answer is you got to figure this out for yourself. Do, is this who I want to be? And I and I help people go through that process of coaching and saying, okay, why might I want to give this up? Might, why might I not want to give this up? And you know, you can just as easily grab out a piece of paper and start sketching it out and and really, you know, come to terms with it. And you know, I I guess you know, just kind of bring this around I brought this up because it is a fair question. You know, I think a lot of people would like me to just get up here and rail against pornography and tell you, this is wrong, absolutely never, don't do it, you're going to destroy your life. I don't, think, I don't think any of that's true, partly because we're all on a journey from point A to point B, and some of us are not going to take the same path as everyone else. And I just want to say that out loud so that you guys can have compassion for yourselves and for others around you. Hopefully you can have compassion for me because I didn't answer that question as easily, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago as I do now. I hadn't thought about it the way that I think about it now. And I'm not asking you, I'm not asking you to change your opinion. I'm not asking you to be like, oh, yeah, I can look at porn. I'm not asking you, uh, you know, if you're a spouse of someone who does look at porn to think that, you know, it's okay that they look at porn for a period of time. I'm not asking any of that. I'm just asking for compassion and just an acknowledgement that we all get to struggle. We are all struggling in the ways that we struggle. And as we struggle, I just want to be aware that we can, you know, we can find these answers for ourselves. The Lord has offered us revelation, and it's clear to me that revelation won't go contrary to the church. But that doesn't mean that the revelation just comes down and it's like, boom, here it is. Don't look at porn. What it probably means is I have to come to this, you know, for myself from a place that it makes sense to me. And for a lot of people, that's, that's the way that their brains work. They have to come to it for themselves from a place that works for them. And again, I just hope that 
I hope that this conversation can be heard from one of compassion. And again, you know, I, I, I reiterate that the church condemns pornography viewing is, is, are the words that it, they use, but they do not condemn the individual. They love the individual. They want to help any individual, you know. It is, it is readily apparent to me that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, full of imperfect and, you know, really just men and women who just aren't going to make it, do it right all the time, but they do want to try, and they do want to help, and they do want to continue to, you know, move us all forward as best they can. And I think, you know, 100 years ago, pornography wasn't the thing that it is now. And now we're talking about it, and we're trying to find the right voice for it, and we're trying to be clear about, you know, hey, you know, we want some sexual purity here, but we also want to make sure that the individuals who are struggling with sexual impurity or who choose to view pornography or who are, you know, masturbating, um, they're not, they are still children of God and they're not to be outcast from us and that we love them and that we're trying to help them figure it out. So I hope that, I hope that comes across the way that I intend it with love and just, again, an open mind and an open eye towards everybody gets to grow at, at their own pace and take their own path. Hopefully we can all converge in heaven together and be with our Heavenly Father um, and, and Jesus Christ and, and take advantage of the atonement as we, do, as, we, as we run along our path. Okay, you guys, I love you. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Every day, Darcy and I work with amazing men and women to remove pornography from their lives and relationships. If you're ready to take the next step in your journey, let us help you. Sign up for a consult at zackspafford.com slash workwithme, and you can set up some time for you or your spouse to meet with me or with Darcy, and we can help you get started on your self-mastery journey. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills that Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link and... If you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.